Hi everybody, it's uh, Mitch Brunette here with another mini cast. I've got Megan Ashoff with me today. Uh, she's going to chime in at will wherever she feels like uh, interrupting and asserting her wonderful opinions throughout the process. So, this is my kind of podcast. Yeah, welcome aboard, Megan. Um, so today we're going to talk about acid washing of ceramic tile floors. Uh, it's also known as viper tooling. I'm sure if you've been around a little while as an FSM, you've heard those two terms used kind of interchangeably. And so today we're going to share this information from a perspective where we want to under-promise and over-deliver uh, to ensure that our client has expectations that align with ours. So this is a philosophy that in general we want to overall under-promise and over-deliver, but it's very, very applicable to acid grout cleaning. So we're going to start by jumping in with what it is. And essentially it's a process of acid washing floors. Uh, that have ceramic tile. Most commonly, the biggest impact we're going to see is in restrooms. You can do this in lobbies, you can do it in walkways, but from the most common standpoint when we're doing this is going to be in restrooms. So essentially what's going to happen is our contractor is going to go out to the property and they're going to mop on an appropriate acid and water mixture. And I should mention this isn't just any acid, it's a specific acid that's designed for this process. And so they mop it on the floor, they spray it on, and they let that sit for about 10 or 15 minutes to allow the chemical to do its job and go to work. And that's essentially how acid works. You can't just put it on and go right to work. It's not gonna be near as effective as if you let it kind of soak and sit and begin to emulsify the soils that are there. So um, after it sat there for its 10 or 15 minutes, the contractor is gonna use a tile tool which attaches to their carpet truck. And what that tool kind of does or looks like, I always like to describe it to clients and say, it kind of looks like if you took a salad bowl and flipped it upside down. And inside of that salad bowl then is it's got three or four or five jets. And sometimes they spin in circles, um, but most importantly, they're jets in there. And they're going to blast steam uh, at 220 degrees or hotter. And basically what that's going to do is help uh, deep dive down into the grout. It's going to blast the surface of the tile. And then the outside edge of that little salad bowl that's flipped upside down is going to suck up and vacuum up water. And what you end up seeing is the, the most impactful photo that you'll see is when you pass that tile tool through for the first time, you end up with nasty, dirty uh, acid water on the left and nasty, dirty acid water on the right and a really nice clean pass uh, right through where you ran the tile tool. And those are the best photos to send over to your client, especially if this is the first time doing the grout cleaning and it can help you with your future NJS sales on that. Yeah, 100% agree. And also, there's a before and after picture is, is one thing, and it usually works for most of our services. But a during picture for this is super, super impactful. So um, definitely a good call there, Megan. So we're going to shift gears into why it works. Um, first, the acid cleaning works because it's a really strong chemical. It's far stronger than anything we're ever going to mop with on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's stronger than anything we might use when we have one of our other type of contractors go out and just swing machine clean the floor. Um, and the reason for that is just because you have to know how to properly handle it and you need to be able to extract it and get it off the floor and neutralize it properly in the process. So the second reason why it works is because grout is super porous. When you look at grout, it, it looks and it feels hard to the touch like a stone. But in reality, grouse is very porous and it absorbs anything that it really comes in contact with. And so when we put this chemical down, the acid finds its way down in and it pushes soil out of the grout. And then the steam does the same thing. It drives in and pulls out uh, chemical soil and spills that are down in there. So um, those soils might have been building up on their floors over the course of you know, months or years. And this process helps drive it out. 
So kind of, kind of finally, the last reason that the process works is a combination of the super high temperatures that I talked about earlier, the amount of pressure that we're blasting the floors with, and then extraction, getting the soil and water up and off that floor um, rather than leaving it there to just air dry. That's why the process really works. Um, so sometimes the process doesn't work or it's not as uniform as you'd like. And this is really where the under-promise and over-deliver comes in. So the reason for this can vary. The most common reason is probably just because it's been years of buildup and staining. Uh, the other reasons might be the type of soil that's on the floor that's been building up there. Maybe they're tracking something in from their warehouse that's harder to break down or can't necessarily be broken down and it's permanently stained their grout. Um, so it can definitely help to explain up front, standing there with your client and say, you know, when I'm done doing this process for you, the grout on your floor might not match the grout on your wall. The grout on your wall is white or it's light gray or, you know, whatever color it is. And I literally point to it and show them it may not be this color, but at a minimum, we're going to make a big impact on this floor. Um, I'm going to hope that we see it be a very uniform result and overall that you're really happy with what you see. One thing, Mitch, I want to add is I've noticed in some buildings they've actually sealed the grout or in some cases I've seen wax on grout. Um, but if they've ever had the process where they sealed grout and they sealed it over dirty grout, it's pretty hard to get that grout clean as well. So you may see that. Uh, bringing up sealing is really a good thought. That was not my game plan. And since you brought it up, customers will often ask, are we going to seal it after we clean it? And we can seal it and we can charge more for that. What I usually tell them is I'd rather not seal it because even if you seal it, we need to uh, do the process annually anyways. And it's actually harder and you get mixed results when the grout's been sealed because then you're removing the soil and the spills that have been in there plus the sealer and it can lead to more uh, results that aren't quite as uniform. So um, just kind of quickly stepping back to where we were there, the results can vary. And I'll tell clients, I have situations like yours, I'm looking at their floor, and I'll say, I've had situations like this where your tile is night and day different. It's, it's borderline like new. And I have other times where it's 70 or 80% of the way there, and this, each situation is a little unique. So um, it's just a really good opportunity to explain to them what they can expect. And so from there, from an ongoing service standpoint, your client might ask you if it's fixed forever, or they might try and blame the dirty grout on you mopping with dirty water. And that could be part of the process, it could be a factor. But at the end of the day, the reason their grout's dirty is the foot traffic that's in their buildings. Whether it's snow and salt and rain carried in from outside, or it's soils from their warehouse or their shop that they're carrying in, or even when people wash their hands and then have to walk across the room, uh, to hit the paper towel dispenser, those soils spill and sit on the floor all day long and get down into the grout. Even when we come in and mop, we clean up that mess and leave it clean when we're done. But even though we mopped and cleaned with clean water every single day, um, and I've done tests on this actually with clients, their, their grout will discolor over time, no matter how well you mop and with how clean of water, because there is just some stuff that's left behind. So the moral of the story is we want to be really careful about um, not over-promising and under-delivering. We want to go the other way. So at the end of the day, this process is really going to help deep clean their grout. If you look at the surface of ceramic tile, sometimes it has, sometimes it'll have like little divots where water pools and sits and turns 
you know, gray and then tan and then black. It's going to deep clean that out of there and it's going to set them up for us to maintain it really well, but even to need to be redone about once a year. So um, with all that said, Megan, anything else you want to chime in on or add? No, I think I'm good. All right. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. As always, if you have any more questions about this, share them with your supervisor. And one last hot tip, if you're at a building and you're not sure what to uh, promise your client or what they could really expect, it doesn't hurt to take a picture of the tile floor and send it to the other FSMs and your supervisor because they might have an experience with a similar tile that they've seen mixed results on or great results on. So, Or actually to add to that, you could always meet the contractor out there before you start the job. Um, I've actually done that myself and found out that there was wax on it and I had to strip the wax off the um, tile. So, Perfect. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thanks everybody for listening.